0: Hello and welcome. You're listening to another episode of the Evolvepreneur show for entrepreneurs. And I'm your host, Brian Silverthorne. And as always, it's my mission to help entrepreneurs make a difference in their business and to navigate the sometimes messy worlds of startup growth or relaunch. And I want you to join me today where we dig deep with our guest and get you the best concepts and strategies for self-published authors and their journeys from startup to success. And our special guest today is Sandy Davies. And Sandy has created a global anthology filled with stories of hope and resilience to assure the readers that they're not alone. So welcome to the show, Sandy. Happy to have you.
1: Oh, thanks so much, Brian. It's lovely to be here today.
0: Good, good. So where are you hanging out?
1: Yeah, so I am on Eastern Googieology Country, right up in the very top of Australia. I'm in the Daintree Rainforest, right where it cusps and meets with the Great Barrier Reef.
0: Oh, wow. that's I'm not, I've not been there, but it sure sounds like a beautiful part of the world.
1: Oh, I absolutely love it. I was born and raised in Kansas, and then ended up transplanted in Australia and I tell you, I've never looked back. I don't think I could shovel a calf out of a snowdrift to save my soul these days.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a long way from Kansas to, to Australia, but uh, <laughs> it's it's uh, obviously it's been a good move for you.
1: Absolutely, I've never looked back.
0: Good, good. So why don't we start by uh, you telling us what your book is about and uh, who is the reader that you want to reach?
1: Yeah, so our book is called The Power to Rise Above. I created it as a result of a bullying experience that I encountered in a workplace, and I realized that in my 50s, I hadn't really shared the adversities that I'd overcome. I was so focused on just my usual joy and radiance and happiness that my younger workmates didn't know that I had gone through similar things. And it just hit me like a lightning bolt that we need to share those stories and give hope to others. And... 30 of us came together from across the globe to share our stories of resilience and overcoming. And we're hoping that there are readers of all walks of life. We want young teens that are struggling to read. We want parents who are struggling with their children being bullied. We want people who are facing bullies in their workplace and not knowing quite where to turn. And even we have even one author who shared her story of turning failed IVF into a triumph instead of a tragedy so there's a little bit for everybody in there
0: great well that's that sounds like a a wonderful purpose for writing a book and uh other than putting 30 different authors together what was the biggest challenge you faced when you got faced when you got started
1: do you know the biggest challenge turned into a silver lining i had chosen a hybrid publisher and i was so excited about their values and their ethos and then I unfortunately encountered a few financial barriers that had been unanticipated, and I had to revert back to completely self publishing. And I remember having so much sorrow at the time. And it turned out to be the biggest silver lining because we've had so many nonprofits now reach out to us and want to match funding and match grants to provide our book to a wider outreach of people with financial difficulties and we wouldn't have been able to do that if we'd gone through a hybrid publisher. So that was the biggest challenge. But now I look back and realize, you know, sometimes when things don't turn out the way you want, there's a better purpose ahead.
0: Yeah. What's the, what's the old saying? You don't, don't always get what you want, but you usually get what you need.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. So, uh, when you had to leave the hybrid publisher and then self-publish was, was that a, was that a challenge in, in getting that done in any way and bringing these authors together?
1: Not at all. I just, I just dug in, I guess, you know, when, when you're not expecting a bit of a curveball, the best thing you can do is catch it. And I did. I just, I caught it, hit the ground running and made it happen.
0: Sounds good. That's excellent. So, uh, so do you use your book to to generate any any business opportunities of any kind?
1: Well, I do. And I suppose of the 30 authors, about 24 of us are entrepreneurs or in small business. So we're all using it, I suppose, to promote our businesses and to make people aware of our businesses. But it's only just a little bit of a side bonus because the whole ethos and purpose was just to keep – replicating that ripple of good and paying it forward. So it's been lovely when it's introduced people to our businesses, but the whole purpose was to reach out to anyone else that's feeling like their dreams aren't viable or what they've been wanting to do one day with a business concept isn't viable. And just remind them that, heck yeah, it is, look at us.
0: Yeah, good. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, So has the book achieved a a bestseller status or would you like it to?
1: So it hasn't. I have reached bestseller status with two previous books, Courage and Confidence and Sacred Promise. But with The Power to Rise Above, once again, it's kind of become a message of resilience and adaptability because I unfortunately caught COVID. I had a mild case. I thought that was gonna be fantastic. But then it spiraled into that long COVID and that extreme debilitating exhaustion and fatigue so our launch actually turned into a soft launch and we're doing our hard launch in a couple of months because I just had to get my mojo back and and claw back that resilience and I love that we're not a number one bestseller yet because we will be but I love that we've just had to embrace the path that we were given and and slow down and I think right now we all need that message that it's okay to slow down and it's okay to take slower steps and not always try to be sprinting across the finish line.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm happy to hear you're, you're feeling better from the COVID. I've, there's been a lot of folks I've encountered that have had that long COVID thing, which doesn't sound like it's very pleasant from, from my perspective. So, uh, when you achieve your best seller, status what kind of a benefit would that be to you
1: the benefit is more than anything validation of the worth of our stories because I have so many first-time authors as a part of our anthology and some first nation authors that this is the first opportunity to share their stories and I love that for all of us it's validation that no matter what you've gone through you can rise above and the number one bestseller status just proves that and proves that each of us rock and have this unextinguishable flame so yeah that's the that's the value really even more than marketing or anything it's just that validation
0: okay good that that's a very worthwhile uh result by uh by all means um so i know you said you got your your big launch coming up here shortly but are you using any methods right now to promote your book and and if so which ones are working best
1: everyone that's listening is going to find this quite a surprise but you know what's working best right now all the old-fashioned methods i'm finding that when each of us as co-authors call into bookstores they're loving seeing us and not an agent and or manager and i'm finding that people that have a connection to each of us love selling it and saying yes and there's nothing better than that answer yes when you walk through a door and i love that the old-fashioned approach is having this beautiful ripple effect of growth and growth and growth i love that We're already doing our second print run before we've done the hard launch.
0: Well, that's good. That's so good old uh, face-to-face, getting to know people and uh, let them know about you and what you have to offer, right?
1: Who knew in this era?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's Well, you know, I think that that uh, face-to-face always has an advantage. It just uh, seems to be a little bit less convenient these days or not highly thought of these days but when you when you put it into effect at least in my experience it works very well so it seems to be working for you so uh what's next for you as an author
1: what's next once again it's those silver linings it is not what i expected when i went to create the power to rise above It was a response to horrific bullying in a workplace that shouldn't have happened. And and for me as a feminist, there was just something absolutely gut-wrenching when it was another woman who was the bully. And it just did something in my core that I had to bring these women together to share these stories, to give others hope that are in the same circumstance. What I didn't expect was almost instantaneously, a demand for men can rise too for talking about mental health battles and facing those conflicts in the workplace for men as well and a second volume for women and i've now started having a few cancer survivors reach out so we're going to grow and grow and grow in different specific targets that we never expected and for me i love that because i guess our catch cry from the power to rise above is that no matter what you're facing, your inner flame never extinguishes. And that doesn't matter from what walk of life or what experience you're facing. It's so much more than just bullying.
0: Got it, so this is just uh, developed a life of its own, it sounds like.
1: Absolutely, it's got wings. Well, wings like the dragonfly, the wara-wara is the symbol of our, of our books. So absolutely, it's got wings.
0: Good, good, that's good to hear. So we're getting toward the end here. You got any final thoughts for the listeners?
1: My final thought is any of you that are prospective authors or you're sitting on your manuscript, drafting and drafting and drafting, get it out there. You don't have to be 110% perfect. Get it out there, enlist help of book coaches or teams like Evolvepreneur that can help you get to that number one Amazon bestseller status. Just get out there. There are plenty of people around that will become a part of your digital team and make it happen if you feel like you can't do it on your own. You've absolutely got this. Get that book out there.
0: Thank you. That's that's excellent advice to uh, to end this episode. So that's a, a wrap on another great guest episode of the Evolvepreneur Secret Show for entrepreneurs. and. Just before you go, if you liked it, please give us a five-star review and maybe share it with a couple of friends. And if you want to make sure you don't miss any future episodes or catch up on some back ones you may have missed, go to evolvepreneursecrets.show. And if you're an entrepreneur and you got a great idea rolling around in your head, let's get it out there today.